0: Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Mr. Snowman. How are you this morning? Good morning. Yeah. Um, you know,
1: staying warm. Contrary to what, you know, typical snowmen, you know, they kind of melt in, in
0: heat, but you know. I was actually I was I was actually waiting for you to enable your uh, your filter there, kind of like the the judge that was the cat that was upside down oh, yeah. on the call. <laughs> but you would actually be a snowman with like, you know, yeah. carrot nose and some coal and eyes and
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got plenty of snow for that to. I mean, we got six inches all together. I think outside right now. So uh-huh. you, uh, you have any problem? Yeah, you have any problem with uh, it power still? Yeah. See, we we run on archaic stuff like coal and natural gas. Mm-hmm. So oh, you evil human! We didn't you actually evil, evil, dirty power. human! You. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is what's interesting. I live within city limits, right? But I'm on rural power. Rural power did not go out. They're not doing the rolling blackouts. City power is. So kind of uh,
0: dodged a bullet. But, but they have, but they have wind and solar in the cities. So, I mean, they, they should be fine, yeah. right? They, they should be good. Yeah.
1: yeah. It, they should be. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not like it's cloudy out right now or, I mean, actually it's difficult to tell whether it's cloudy out or not right now because my window is putting out a lot of light. That's because of the snow,
0: but but the, the the solar panels, like the solar panels. I mean, it's fine if it's cloudy; they they still they still work. Mm-hmm. If it's, if well, it's I mean,
1: sure, yeah, they still work when it's cloudy. Right, right. Uh, they actually do work, but they're at reduced efficiency, like heavily yeah. reduced efficiency. Yeah. But the problem is, is not the cloud cover. The problem is, is the fourth of an inch of ice that we had beforehand and uh-huh. the six inches of snow that's on top of that that's kind of the problem
0: uh-huh. same with uh, the wind wait,
1: turbines you're you know, saying they, that they well,
0: kind of you're, you're saying that solar panels don't work if there's
1: snow and ice yeah yeah solar panels tend to not work when there's no sunlight that can reach the panel yeah they they, they typically need that and the the wind turbines they they need to be able to spin properly unrestricted really From, from the wind. Yeah. And what happens in winter is you, you have ice that builds up on those blades and inside Uh the gears and it keeps it from spinning. So uh-huh. it doesn't generate electricity, see.
0: but well, no, the, the, like they shouldn't need to spin to generate electricity. You just put them up and then they spin by themselves and it generates electricity. right
1: right. right. yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's the wind that pushes those. yeah, yeah. so and what you're saying is not even
0: a breeze, so wh- so what you're saying is is this if there's no wind, mm-hmm. then they're not going to work.
1: right, yeah, and if they're frozen, they also don't spin so they don't work either.
0: yeah, right. Right. Little known fact, I know. Yeah. You know, I I have solar panels and I can tell you for an absolute fact, uh, they are great. They are great. In the summer, they're great. Yeah. When they work, when they, when they have, when they have that orange ball in the sky of, of heated gas, when you have a line of sight to that, they work fine. They work fine. But see, when you don't have sun and you've got, oh, I don't know, the half an inch to three quarters of an inch or more of ice and then six inches of snow. Well, they kind of have a little bit of trouble getting that orange ball to kind of get through all of that to to get into the panel. So they don't really work. The Germans are having the same problem. They're discovering now that, yeah, we um, we're generating between zero and two percent of our electricity through solar panels because they're all frozen and covered in snow and ice. And yeah, same thing with the same thing with the uh, the windmills. Yeah, those things, the ones oh. that are everywhere that are frozen solid. Those? Do you do you know how they thaw the windmills? The I'm gonna winter. go out I'm gonna go out here on a limb and I'm gonna say uh kerosene heaters, the yeah, jet they furnaces use petroleum. They yeah. use
1: petroleum based products to, to, you know, free those. And it works some, you know, for a while, but that you know, you have to do it again. That's exactly what you're trying to get away
0: from, by the way. By,
1: by doing those as petroleum based yeah. products.
0: Yeah. You just yeah. You know, they had to turn their they had to turn their coal fire plants back on over here to make sure that people didn't go cold and dark and lose yeah, their heat. For, for for those that are like, you know,
1: not aware of what happens, especially in places like where, where I'm at, where we typically don't get this kind of weather, you know, normally through the winters, it gets cold, but not this cold. What happens is is when power goes out, people freeze to death.
0: Really? Or are
1: unable to get out of their house to get food and starve. Really? So it's not, it's not a minor thing for, you know, it's not a minor inconvenience that we, we run out of power or, or, you know, don't have power. I mean, it's not like 4 million people in Texas. All right. Texas makes like, like, I think it's somewhere in the vicinity of like 12% of their power usage is from solar and wind. So it's a renewable. And all of that is gone right now. And when you look at about 12% or so of the population, that's about 3.5 to 4 million. And that's how many customers were without power. And there were even more that were having brownouts, uh, which is where they shut the power off briefly, or they just don't have enough power to power them. So,
0: yeah. Welcome to a greener America. Welcome mm-hmm. to a greener America. Isn't is- isn't safe? Yep. Is it climate change? Great. Is it climate change? Great. Isn't isn't doing all this stuff? You know something. I want I want to grab all of these people up. Every single one of them. All of these people up that have that have put us in this position. That have caused, as far as I'm concerned, the people that perish in this in this this horrible disaster of of Mother Nature. The people that perish in this. Every single person that put the state of Texas in this position has blood on their hands, as far as I'm concerned, and they should be held to account. They should be held to account. I would like to round up every single one of those people and I would get a copy, a hardback copy of Thomas Paine's Common Sense, and I would walk up to each one of them individually and I would smack them in the head with it. That's what I would do because that's the least those people deserve as far as I'm oh, concerned. You're calling for violence. And- oh, yes. Oh. Yes. Yes. I'm calling for common sense in an insane world with these insane cult leaders. That's what I'm calling for. Texas is hit with a massive power outage as winter freeze. Biggest storm in 40 years, by the way. Same here. Biggest storm in 40 years. And don't give me this man-made climate change garbage. This kind of stuff has gone on 40 years ago. We had global freezing back then. As winter storm, or excuse me, as winter freeze leaves more than 4 million in the dark. Do you see all those people lined up down in uh, Texas for food? Because the stores are closed. Everything's closed. No one can get any food. Oh, it's not even just at the stores uh, getting food and everything.
1: It's also water. A lot of the, oh, yes. pl- the water plants are shut down as well. So when you, you have you know the water coming in, if you have fresh water coming in, they're actually telling you to boil
0: it. How are you going to boil it if your house is electric? More than 4 million Texans are reported to be without power on Tuesday as temperatures remain well below freezing across the state, leaving residents scrambling for warmth. Do you know how many... Snow plows. The state of Texas has. Oh, I'm sure they have a ton, right? Because it's (laughs) Texas, so you know they 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 do things big, right? Yeah, everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah, Mm -hmm. four. Mm -hmm. They've got four in the entire state. Four snow plows in the entire state. So what what the the key takeaway of this is is that Texas doesn't have the infrastructure to be able to deal with it. See, where I'm from in Ohio, we have the infrastructure to be able to deal with this. Pennsylvania, we have the infrastructure to be able to deal with this. West Virginia. Kentucky, Minnesota, obviously, you know, Illinois, Iowa. We, we have the infrastructure. We have the equipment to be able to deal with this. Texas does not. I don't know how well versed you guys are. I mean, you, or how well off you guys are. You guys have all the stuff, snowplows and everything to deal with it? We, we, we
1: have enough snowplows to do like the main roads and interstates and, you know, highways, salt and trucks stuff. and all the rest not- of it salt trucks and yeah sand trucks all that fun stuff we have those but it's um but the like the residential streets and stuff or back roads or they don't they don't see any love unless they Mm -hmm. pull out a grader or something and grade the road that's about
0: it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: well four-wheel drive you guys are big fans of four-wheel drive trucks there yeah yeah yeah. well yeah we've we also have like um bubba bubba likes his lift kitted you know, he SUV does. And,
0: and Bubba likes car. pulling people out of the snow for fun. Yeah. Yeah. You give, yeah. Bubba, you give Bubba a couple of cold ones, man. He'll pull anything out of the snow, out of the ditch. Trust me. Yep. And that's what we always used to do in uh, in the winter, right? I mean, you got a four-wheel drive truck. doesn't do you much good if the bed's not weighted, right? So you go out and you get a ton of gravel, throw it in the back. But if you didn't have that, well, you just shovel your driveway and throw it in the back of the truck. <laughs> you know what so- i there's there's your weight at the back of the truck, so you got you got traction. Uh, over one million of those outages in Texas were reported in the Houston area. Yeah, in the cities. Yeah, according to PowerOutage.us, a website that tracks disruptions. Elsewhere, more than three hundred thousand customers are without power in each uh, in each of the Dallas, San Antonio, and Austin areas. At this time, the Electric Reliability Council of Texas is unable to predict when the grid conditions will stabilize. Well, then what the hell good are you? What good are you? simple. They I have a simple, very simple
1: solution. Fire up some natural natural gas generators, yeah. or even coal if you don't have it. I
0: mean I heard a lot of I heard down there. Yeah, I heard that those particular things, the the natural gas and the coal fire plants, I heard that those can't be fired up. Why they're off, I don't know. And the nuke is off. Why is nuclear power offline? That's clean. Why is it offline? Okay. The coal fire plants, the natural gas plants, they're all offline. Everything's offline. I heard that they're offline. Now, you can't turn them back on, even though they're scrambling to do so. You can't turn them back on because they don't have the insulation to protect them from the cold because they weren't built to spec like that, because you don't have these kinds of temperatures usually in Texas. Once in a 40 year storm, you know, you build something 40 years ago, obviously you're not going to build for, uh, you know, whatever, which I think you need to reevaluate that at this point, And you need to retrofit these things, but they can't fire these things back up because they're frozen. I mean, you burn coal in a coal fire, in a coal furnace, right? In, in a coal fire, though it is, we have clean burning systems in the U.S., and across the West, though we have clean burning systems, you still need water for that cooling process. And if the, and Uh, and if the the system's frozen, you can't get the water for that cooling process. Yeah. Yeah. You need the water to
1: create steam, to turn the turbines, to generate the energy, right? Another, another thing to keep in mind as well, that's kind of ironic in all of this. Why are we going green, by the way? Because of climate change and and the, the, the craziness of the climate, right? So, wouldn't it stand to reason that the technologies that we're trying to go towards to generate power should be able to withstand craziness from the climate, right? Because that's what they're telling us is the climate's going nuts because we've polluted the the planet. So now everything's going crazy. So why are we creating systems to power, you
0: know, to, to replace our power generation that can't handle the climate going nuts? Uh, by the way, just just so you know, uh, here's a couple interesting facts if you were wondering. The Paris Climate Agreements. Okay, A French court ruled that the country of France didn't live up to the, the standards of the Paris Climate Agreements. Did you hear what I just said? It's their accord. They didn't even live up to it. They, they didn't even do any of the cuts that they were supposed to do. So the court has ordered the French government to pay a fine because they didn't live up to the agreements that they agreed to on the, on the Paris Accords. What, what's, and, what's that going to do? Well, to be honest with you, I don't know. Well, I don't know where they're going to come up with this kind of money. I mean, this uh, honestly. I mean, you're talking about you're talking about taxpayer money to pay this fine, right? And and I don't honestly, I don't know where they're going to come up with it. They've been ordered to pay a euro. Oh, yeah, a
1: single like you you mean like like one of those big trillion dollar euro coins, right? You know the ones that are made out of platinum.
0: No, okay. I mean a euro, like the little the little coin, yeah, the little tiny coin you carry around in your yeah pocket, yeah. You know what's Interesting
1: about that as well. France actually has a lot of nuclear. Yes, they do. So they're
0: already pretty green. They they are. Same thing with the Germans. You know, the Germans are pretty green. You know, to be fair, of course they're paying for it now. <laughs> they're turning their <laughs> they're coal they're fire plants back yeah. on. Yeah. But what's funny is, is that you know, you're you're talking about we need to go uh, green because, like, we're being told we need to go green because we've put, put all this pollution up and it's causing all this climate change. Well, China. I mean, let's just talk about them for a second. They they agreed to finally start cutting their carbon footprint. They're going to be carbon neutral. They've agreed to be carbon neutral by 2060. So oh, by 2060, by 2060, that's that's, okay. Yeah. Well, technically, isn't China a developing country underneath? Well, they are. They are. yeah. And that's why that's why. And because they're a developing country, that's why in 2020, just you, that was just last year, by the way, what, you know, the year we were closed. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it, just during that year, they only managed to build three times as many coal fire plants in the country of China as the rest of the entire world combined. So they, I mean, but only three, only only three times as many. Only yeah. three. OK, OK. Only three, though. So, you know, it's not right. OK, as a, as the rest of the world combined. Hmm. That's uh, so as, as you can see, they're, they're developing, but they're in the process of making those cuts, too. So, I mean, they, they could have gone four or five times. See, right. But I mean, they, they only went they, they only could went three.
1: Have. They, they only went three. They could have gone more. That that is a very good point. Mm-hmm. So basically, they want us to destroy our economies while the rest of the world. Doesn't follow. Well,
0: it's it's the Chinese sensory, Bruce. They see all these all these people here that are going to make our lives better. They've got all their investments there, not here. Yeah, they. But but they've invested in the green energy and the renewable stuff here to ensure that we are taking the lead in freezing to death. That's what it is.
1: That's basically what it is. Yeah, because that's what's happening. People are freezing to death.
0: And one of the biggest people involved in this is none other. Than Bill Gates, no, yeah, yeah, Bill Gates. He's, you know, he he's that guy that wants to give you a vaccine that's going to make you better, and he's he's also going to grow the food because he's the largest private landowner of farmland in the U.S. Now, he's he's going to grow the food that's going to get you sick. That's going to... Yes, GP, I said it. Yes, GP, I said it. He's going to grow the food that's going to get you sick, that's going to make you take one of his vaccines. But if you can make it that far, because you're probably going to freeze to death because of solar and wind. So... But he's decided that... And we knew... Like, you talked about it yesterday. We knew the pivot was coming somewhere. And it's it, like, this yeah. is another part of it. Bill Gates says all rich nations should move to 100% synthetic beef to combat climate change. OK, so here's the question. Are the Chinese going to move to 100% synthetic beef? Are they going to do that? Well, I mean, they're not Are they're not, not even to 100% beef anyway. I mean, dog, cat. No. Yeah. Well, OK, yeah. But I mean, well, I, what he's really saying here is all meat in general. Yeah. The other thing here to consider is, is when they say, oh, we're just we're going to get rid of red meat. No, 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 no. What they mean is meat. OK, meat. On top of that, they don't just mean that. They mean more than that. They mean all animal products. No milk, no cheese, no butter, no yogurt, no cream, no eggs, nothing. No liver, no honey. Yeah, none of that stuff. None of it. They mean no animal products whatsoever. Get in your house, shut up, wear a mask, take a vaccine if you want to come out of your house. Does that include wool, I wonder? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Eat bugs, eat weeds, drink dirty water, and freeze to death. That's the world. That's the world right there. That's the world you want to live in. The, these, climates, these climate change people, man, they, they just make me sick. Bill Gates wants wealthier nations. Yeah, see, he Well, let's just do it because he wants to do it. Yeah. Uh, now, let me ask you something. Is Bill Gates going to stop eating meat? I don't think so. I don't think so. He wants wealthier nations around the globe to ditch eating beef and instead switch to lab grown or plant based alternative meats in an effort to combat climate change now it just so happens that he was plugging companies that he has major investments in that really only have about 1 to 2% market share at the moment so i mean i'm sure i'm sure he has nothing to gain from all this does he no no of course not of course no, no. shame on
1: you for thinking that
0: yeah, comment. yeah. Well, he's got a new book out. He's got a new book out. Uh it's called How to Avoid a Climate Disaster. And he provided his uh his views on uh an MIT Technology Review on what possible solutions might be viable or not. So, one area, are we yeah, already in the climate crisis? So, Well, yeah, we yeah, we are in the middle of it. Yeah, so we we got to we got to radically change everything about I mean, we don't have time, right? We've We don't have time. By the way, I saw a news article somebody posted yesterday. There was an article out of Reuters in 1989 that was stating the United Nations on their stance on man-made climate change, and they said that we had 10 years, in 1989, we had 10 years to avert a climate disaster before it was too late for the human race. Hmm. In 1989, that statement was made by the United Nations in Reuters. Huh. Hmm. Kind of... uh... What year is it, man? Jeez, I mean, I, clearly I, it can't I be. It can't be 1999. No, no. Well, it, it could be. I mean, yeah, it, it just could be. Maybe we, we missed something somewhere. I don't know. So, on this topic. Gates told MIT in terms of livestock, it's very difficult. Now he's yeah, he's talking about the you know, the, the beef you see. He's got mm-hmm. the beef. Now what mm-hmm. was it what was he we're seeing out of the World Economic Forum, Bruce? What was that? It was a three D printed steak, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is all that making sense now? Uh huh. Yeah. Uh there yeah, are all mm-hmm. oh yeah, was he ever taste? Yeah, great taste, yeah there are all things where where they feed them different food like there's one compound that gives you a 20% reduction in methane emissions what so you're going to change what they eat are are you yeah God, you, they were they were talking sick. about
1: they were talking about feeding them like lemongrass or something lemongrass, like that yeah and it they were saying oh it reduces the, the the methane emissions from it it didn't work
0: actually yeah but I was going to say what what does it do to the cow like that like the, the um, grass fed you don't you don't feed them anything but grass put them out there and let them eat yeah
1: So I don't know that it would be a problem necessarily because you you give them other supplements and stuff as well. Right.
0: right. But um,
1: yeah, I don't know. I I honestly don't know on
0: that one. Yeah. He goes on to say, but sadly, those bacteria in their digestive system that produce the methane are a necessary part of breaking down the grass. Well, it's nice to know that Bill Gates knows so much about cows' digestive tracts now. What does he not know about? Seriously, it seems like he's an expert on everything. Oh, Bill Gates is God. Bill Bill Gates is God. I mean, if he didn't have his mother's money, he'd be nothing. He'd be a nobody. He'd be a, a hack, a joke, no nobody. He he got a hold of a of a computer. They stole a computer. He and Steve Jobs and, and the other guy. They stole a computer. They reverse engineered it and they stole a mouse from Xerox and tore it apart. Like that. That's what Bill Gates is famous for. It's unbelievable. And so I don't know if there'll be some uh, there'll be some neutral approach here. I'll see. He wants to make cows carbon neutral now. I'm afraid the synthetic protein alternatives like plant-based burgers will be required for at least the beef thing. They'll be required, you see. See, all meat's gonna be illegal. You watch, you watch. Now, of course, like I said, he I'm sure he has nothing to gain from this. He went on to plug a number of firms he invests in that produce meat alternatives, such as Memphis Meats, Beyond Meat, and Impossible Foods. Noting that, as for the scale today, They don't represent 1% of the meat in the world, but they're on their way. Yes, if you make everything else illegal and you turn everything into areas where it's regulated for your companies to have the monopoly on the marketplace, well, then they're going to increase their market share, aren't they? Because you're outlawing the competition. That's called a monopoly, sir. He added that he does not think that such options would be viable in the world's poorest countries where we'll, quote, we'll have to use animal genetics to dramatically raise the amount of beef per emission for them. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, th- the most important thing here is is what does it taste like? Yeah, what does it taste like? Does it taste good? I mean, not really, but I did mean, did you try okay. did you try an Impossible burger? Did you try one of those? I haven't
1: I haven't tried an Impossible burger. I know someone that has and they they weren't real impressed with it. That said, I have had vegetarian burgers before. They don't taste like meat, right? They don't even they have a similar texture, but honestly, they're not bad as far as flavor wise. But if you're looking for a steak, it doesn't sate that if you're looking for a burger, it doesn't sate that.
0: Are you going to tell Texans they can't have barbecue? Sir, you're going to have war on your hands. You don't want. I assure you. I mean, it's
1: barbecue or just a normal steak. I'm personally I'm I'm kind of a traditionalist when it comes to steak. And I like mine just without any sauce, personally.
0: I do too. Just a little bit. Seriously, just a little pinch of salt and some pepper on there, man. I'm good. Give me medium steak. I'm I'm in heaven. Now, he went on to say this. I do think all rich countries should move to 100% synthetic beef. You can get used to the taste difference. Now, see, you can get used to that. And the claim is they're going to make it taste even better over time. Eventually, that green premium... Is modest enough that you can sort of that you can sort of change the behavior of people, or use regulation to totally shift the demand. See what I mean? Say that bit again about <laughs> regulate. Yeah. Eventually, that green uh-huh. premium is modest enough that you can sort of change the behavior of people, huh. or use regulation to totally shift the demand. Oh. Whoa. Well, huh. It's almost like. Uh, it's almost like huh. he's holding a gun to your head. Almost thing don't worry don't worry as he as he's holding it to your head and he says don't worry you can get used to the taste difference now don't you don't you want to try it don't don't you don't you want to don't you want to taste the difference no i don't no no i don't wonderful you know what anything that this guy's involved in anything i don't care if it's selling uh I, i don't care if it's selling pencils on a sidewalk somewhere i don't want anything this guy's selling nothing zero I want less than nothing to do with this man. Less than nothing. The only thing I want from Bill Gates, I want him in handcuffs and I want him in a prison cell. That's where I want Bill Gates. That's all I want out of him is for him to be put in handcuffs, thrown before a court, tried for crimes against humanity and sent to prison and to shut the hell up. That's what I want. That's all I want from Bill Gates is that right there. And any normal thinking person would think exactly the same thing. Anything else you got this morning?
1: No, that honestly, that's that stuff on uh, social engineering, using the government to regulate. Sounds like kind of a a, a fascistic authoritarian. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's Mm -hmm. exactly how
0: tyrants behave. That right there. Mm -hmm. And real Americans, we hate tyrants. I mean, we used to anyway. yeah, We used to. All right. Well, we still do, all right. Uh, we are going to have to go. We're out of time this morning. But today, later on today, uh, be sure and tune in later on today. We're going to uh, we're going to talk about Rush Limbaugh today. We learned this morning that uh, that Rush Limbaugh passed, and um, today we thought we would spend the afternoon. We wanted to talk about some other things today, uh, but when that happened, it kind of uh, kind of took the wind out of everything else. Uh, and Rush was a great part of the talk radio world. Well, he was the talk radio world, and. Um, we wanted to take today and we wanted to talk about his legacy just a little bit uh and we wanted to have a kind of have a conversation based on the points that he made some of the best points that he made throughout his career and i think it's um gonna be something to um to really enjoy all right um we're gonna go thank you for sitting down this morning bruce thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more please check us out later on this afternoon and i hope everyone has a great morning